We are children of God. The reason the world does not know us is that it does not know him. Today we celebrate the Solemnity of All Saints, which is a celebration of all the saints of the church, whether they are known or unknown. Usually when we talk about the saints, we talk about those we know. I would like the theme of our reflection today to be the unknown. In today's first reading, the reading of the book of Revelations, one question is brought up. Who are the servants of God? The book of Revelations tells us that the servants of God come not only from every tribe of the children of Israel, the chosen ones, but also from every nation, race, people, and tongue. The servants of God come from every group in existence. No one is excluded. The servants of God are not just a select group of the few, but they are a great multitude. It also says the servants of God are the ones who have survived a time of great distress, of persecution, and who have managed to wash the robes and make them white. That is, to have clean heart and pure hands, clear intentions that reflect in action. The best answer to the question of who are the servants of God comes from Jesus himself. Speaking from the mountainside among the crowds, Jesus announces the kingdom of heaven with a set of sayings attributed to him that show what lifestyles lead to happiness. Not a temporary happiness, but the deep happiness that comes from building the kingdom of God here and now. In English, these Beatitudes start with blessed are. Uh, in Spanish, we say dichoso son, which means happy, a deep happiness. Through the Beatitudes, Jesus doesn't uplift the powerful, the political or religious leaders of his time. Rather, he uplifts qualities of uh, people who are usually considered less than, a paradigm shift. Jesus says, Blessed are the poor of spirit. This doesn't mean those who lack in spirituality. Rather, it means those who are humble, those who have humility, those who know that they don't know everything, those who understand that God is more expansive than our magnificent yet small and limited minds can ever comprehend. The kingdom of heaven belongs to those with humility because they understand there's so much yet to discover about God's creation and they are humbled by that realization. They don't fear what they don't know. Jesus also says, blessed are they who mourn, those who have suffered. Now, is Jesus telling us that we should put ourselves in harm's way or suffer in his name? No. He uplifts those who have gone through difficult times and who are able to connect with their own suffering, with their wound, and who are able, as a result, of touching and understanding other people's wounds. If I have suffered and I have taken the time to process that suffering, I will be better able to connect with others who are vulnerable and to build a kingdom of God that includes them. But if I cannot bear to even become vulnerable with myself, or if I believe I don't have any wounds to address, then I will not be able to be kind to the wound of another. 
Jesus says, blessed are the meek. Those who know they depend utterly in God. Yeah, I'm great. I'm smart. I'm hardworking. But everything I've accomplished is by the grace of God. Maybe I was born with privilege. Maybe I was born on the right side of the world where there's less conflict. Jesus says, blessed are those who hunger and thirst for righteousness, for justice. Blessed are those who work tirelessly to create structures on earth that mirror that which is in God's heart. Those who understand that inequality and the world where some are are seen as less than does not reflect God's will. Blessed are those who listen to and uplift the voices of the poor, of women, of migrants, of LGBT persons, of the differently abled, of the young and the elderly, of those who experience racism and prejudice. Jesus says, blessed are the clean of heart, for they will see God. Blessed are those with pure intentions based on love, for they will see God in the other. Jesus says, blessed are the peacemakers, for they will know the kingdom of God. But being a peacemaker doesn't mean shutting down valid calls for justice. By claiming those calls for justice are the opposite of peace. Rather, a peacemaker knows that there cannot be peace without justice, and they work to achieve both. Jesus says, blessed are they who are persecuted for the sake of righteousness. But be careful. Being persecuted for the sake of righteousness does not mean being persecuted for forcing your religious belief on another. Rather, it means being persecuted for doing that which is God's will. And what is God's will? That we love our neighbor as we love ourselves and God. Today's gospel is a call for all of us to ask ourselves, when have I thought that I know everything? When have I tried to put God in a box? When have I not been able to connect with other people suffering or to listen to the lived experience of those I do not know? And I will leave you with this. I have been a lay minister in young adult ministry for most of my life and in LGBT ministry, ministry for and with lesbian, gay, bisexual, and transgender persons for the past seven years or so. I myself am an LGBT Catholic. For a long time, I questioned God and I've had to live with the unknown. Why did you make me this way, God? I'm still discerning the answer to that question, but all I know for now is the answer that I've received in my heart. Because I love you. And because I want to reveal a part of myself through your lived experience. So the question is, how can we continue building the kingdom of God together despite the unknowns? How can we continue building the kingdom of God together inspired by the unknowns and the Holy Spirit's movement in the unknowns. In LGBT ministry, I often get a lot of pushback and fear and judgment. But God is constantly calling us to know each other, to be close to each other, to befriend one another without any agenda, with a pure heart, with a legitimate interest in getting to know the other person, and getting to know how God manifests in that person's life as is.
How can we know God fully if we don't know all the parts of God? If we don't know all the different types of children of God? We are children of God. The reason the world does not know us is that it does not know Him. How can we know the saints fully if we don't recognize those saints who are unknown, who come from sections of the population we consider lesser than? We are called to be a church of encounter, a church of accompaniment, and a listening church. As we begin our journey in the synod on synodality, I encourage you to ask yourself, what are the walls that I have built around my version of God? What are the limitations I have given to sainthood? And I guarantee you, next time you hear an LGBT person is a saint, you won't ask, how can that be? Rather, you will ask yourself, how did I not see this before? Take the time to listen to the lived experiences and the stories of people who are different than you. And be open to discerning the unknown. <laughs>